0: Now, as much as I hate to interrupt this episode, I wanted to let you know that if you're looking to improve your life, business, or relationships, then you should check out the Grounded Store. On there, you'll find biblically inspired books, journals, and other resources that God has given me over time to empower his people to live the lives that he intended for them to live. If you're interested and want to check these books out, you can do so by going to thegroundedpodcast.com slash store once again that is slash store and you will even check a link in the description that will take you right there to see these things that god has given us now we got that out the way let's get back to the episode ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of grounded my name is brian Boyd. today's topic is the availability of leadership Before we dive into this episode, I would love to thank everyone for tuning in, if you've been watching for a while, or if you're brand new, and I pray that this episode will inspire you to once again continue listening to The Grounded Podcast, as well as check out some of the previous episodes that we have done, but... With that being said, everyone, all the sentiments away, let's talk about the availability of leadership. And, you know, the first thing that comes to mind with this topic is that I probably should have picked a shorter name because availability fixed the discussion. But at the same time, it's just a long word, to be honest with you. But, (laughs) you know, all jokes and things aside, this is one of those topics, I guess, as with the rest of the series was pretty unpredictable. And while I thought I was finished with the source of leadership, the episode that I did last week, You know, this is one of the ones that the Lord placed on my heart to discuss. So everyone, I'm here to forewarn you that this could be the last episode of the series. But at the same time, the Lord keeps giving me things to talk to you all about regarding leadership. I'm going to bring them up. So in the meantime, just sit back, relax, enjoy the show and then be ready for the episodes coming soon. But in regards to this particular topic tonight, I think that outside of acknowledging God, as the source of leadership, it's also good to be available when he needs you to be. And this is something that most people I believe overlook when it comes to leadership, because this isn't just a title or position. This isn't just something that you do on a nine to five, or if you own a business, something that you do in that regard, or even within a church or another religious institution, you know, leadership is something and someone that you would come It's the things that you live by. It's the values that you set and the principles that you believe in. And that goes into every aspect of your life. And it doesn't just impact you on a professional aspect, but it impacts your personal life and impacts all areas of your health, whether that's physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual. And it simply impacts the people that are immediately around your circle or the people that God has placed in your life. And this is something that You have to constantly dedicate time towards doing. You have to always be in the mindset of improving yourself no matter what it is that you're doing in life. And then outside of that, you have to always be willing to go the extra mile in everything that you do. And you have to always be willing to do the things that God has placed on your heart to do. And the best way to talk about this scripturally is going to be the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, verse 8. And it simply reads in this is that. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. And for those who have not heard or read the book of Isaiah, this is taking place during a time in. Jerusalem's history where everyone in that country has turned away from God completely. All right. They have completely left him. They stopped following his commandments and they start doing their own forms of worship and abusing the poor and following other gods and making pacts and things with other nations to protect them. And at this point, God is weary. God is heartbroken and God is frustrated with his people. And now in this particular part of the Bible, which is unique in this of everything else that we've seen up until this point we see God himself as the judge because God is issuing judgment upon the people who have forgotten him and have left him altogether and the first person that he uses in these series of books to follow is Isaiah and Isaiah is somebody that God had called through him and he saw him through a vision. And this is where the story picks up in chapter six, because when Isaiah sees God at the forefront, he first repents for the things that he's done. He repents for the people that are around him. He's atoned by God because if a decepherion which is the angel had took the coal from the furnace and had placed it on his lips and redeemed him and then last but not least we get to this point right here where god says who will we send and who will go for us and isaiah openly volunteers to go on this day and to carry out the task that god has and the thing about this verse is that there are two main points here in terms of availability and first is the part of this verse where God asks, who will we send and who will go for us? And this is simply a unique, very, very very unique passage of Scripture, as a matter of fact, because when you look at all of the other prophets and all the other patriarchs and people up until this point in the Bible, God always commanded them to go. So when Abraham was was still in his land, God had commanded him to go into another land and he told him the blessings and stuff that will follow him if he did that. When Moses was up there on the mountain, God had called him to go down to Egypt to tell Pharaoh to let his people go. When we look at David, even at the age of 16, God simply sent Samuel there to pour the oil on his head and anoint him as the future king. And Saul was the same way prior to that because it said that the king that he chose was heads and shoulders above everyone else in Egypt. And the similarity between all of these four people and compared to Isaiah, is that God doesn't directly ask Isaiah to go and do these things, but he always put the need there for Isaiah to make the choice, and the thing about this is that when you look at everything that was done in the Bible, God always used somebody to do that, and the very thing that no man on this earth could do, he sent Jesus here, he sent his only son here, to do that. And that was to die for our sins and to take place and to pay the price that we were so rightfully supposed to pay. And with Jesus coming here and living the life that he had and touching the people that he touched and then ultimately dying for our sins, he got up with the power and the authority that Adam and Eve had lost for humanity back in the garden when they took the fruit from the tree. And while that is a very, very deep topic, the concept here that I want to bring home Is the fact that when God needs something done on this earth or when God wants something to happen here, he always looks for somebody to do those things. And that brings up even another common question that we have in the world is that if God is so gracious, if God is all powerful and God is all knowing and he cares about his people, then why do we struggle with the things that we have in earth? Why do we have trafficking? Why do we have drugs? Why do we have world hunger? And the simple question is that, or the simple answer is that it's not because God doesn't want to see these things, you know, happen, but the simple fact of he doesn't have enough people that are willingly able or willingly available to go out and do these things to stop them from happening. And that's the thing that I want to, drive home here so i guess although i went on just a little tangent to summarize this point is that when you come to, in regards to availability god always looks for somebody to do the role and the thing about that is it just depends on the time and place because in this particular time in isaiah's instance he had to go and be a voice for god's people at this time he was going there to warn everyone about the things that would come on them if they didn't change their ways if they didn't turn back and serve God this wasn't just something God was just going to do to them but he was going to give them an opportunity even after hundreds of years to turn from their ways so that he wouldn't have to bring the destruction among them and regardless of whatever role in the Bible you may have or even with us today we may not have a role that significant but the things that God wants us to do is still prevalent and it's still critical to the things that he wants done on this earth. And that's the point that I always try to bring home with everyone all the time is that, you know, you may not always be this leader with thousands of followers. You may not always be this leader with six figure businesses. You may not be this leader that's always the public face of everything that goes on, but you may be somebody that helps in whatever way that you have. You may not be You may not be Moses, you may not be the Apostle Paul, you may not be David or any of those major people in the Bible, but you may be the boy that had the three barley loaves and the two fish. You may be the person that went out there, the woman that was at the well when Jesus had went there, the Samaritan woman. You may be the one that had Mary. the one that had poured the ointment on Jesus' head you may be the person that plays a role like that, but even although it may seem insignificant to some people, it's still prevalent to the impact that they made, and in some of those people, and in the boy's case, we don't even know his name, but we know that Jesus was able to perform a miracle because he made himself available, and he made the food that he had available to them in the time of need, and that's something that you know it's so significant because it doesn't matter how big or how small you think you may be doing you have to understand that you have a role and your role while it may seem small it's not more or less significant than anybody else's role in this world and in order for everything to work the way it's supposed to work in order for God to use you the way he wants to use you you have to be available to do those things when they happen moving right along though the second point of this as far as availability is the answer that Isaiah gives God in the second piece of chapter eight. And it simply reads that here I am, send me, and in this case, Isaiah understood the significance of the stuff that was going to happen. He had an idea that he was going to be a voice that was going to go and proclaim these things. But what Isaiah may or may not have known is the things that was going to befall him because of this. Because when he was in this time going out and preaching these words of judgment and God was going to bring this stuff on, many of the people did not listen to him. And because of that, he was despised. He was rejected. He was in prison. He was beaten. He And many other things occurred to him because of the words that God gave him to say to his people. And that just comes once again to this availability piece, regardless of the struggles that may come, regardless of the hardships that we may endure whether that's good or bad, we have to simply be available to take the thing. And that's even the turns in of leadership. You know, there are always going to be great times where everything is going to go well. There are going to be hard times where we're not going to always have the answers. There are going to be times where we may not have the people that we need to help us. There are going to be times where we have disagreements with the people that are on this journey with us. And there may be simply times where, once again, we just want to give up. We don't want the responsibility. We don't want the weight of everything that's befalling us. But the thing about this is that those are the times where you have to recollect yourself the most. Those are the times where, like David, you have to encourage yourself in God. And those are the times where you have to be willing to stand up and keep going forward regardless of what the world may look around you and that is the second part of being available that's the second part of understanding the role and stuff that you play because it's up to you to fulfill those things that God is leading you to do and because of the stuff that you're doing he's able to get his will done in the further not only yourself but the world that you live in and that is something while it does sound very very insignificant i'm telling you it is one of the most important things on this world because you have no idea how many people you may affect just by helping that one person you may not end up being the person in your lifetime to help the millions of people but you may help or inspire the one person that will go on to inspire millions even far after you have left this earth but your impact will not be negated because you didn't impact those millions it will be exalted more or less because you had impacted that person that will go ahead and impact those millions but that comes back to once again simply being available simply going on the journey and simply being you know willful to do any and everything that god has had you to do and i guess even wrapping up this episode on availability one of the things that has kind of been on my mind over the past day or so is the whole concept of leadership itself and understanding that just because you may have a role, no matter how big or small that is, that doesn't make you better than anybody else in any of their respective roles. And that is something, if I'm being completely transparent, it's so prevalent even in the church today, because there's this misconception that because you're a pastor, because you're an elder or you're a deacon, and you're supposed to have a so I guess you say a spiritual position within the church that that makes you above anybody else that makes you above the congregation that's in there or anybody that may even go into that church. But the reality of it is, is that in first Corinthians 12, God, God, refers to us as the body of christ that's what paul is trying to get across in that and he's simply saying that just because you have these roles it doesn't make you any better than anybody else because we all need each other in order to survive and in order to accomplish the things that we're supposed to accomplish and that comes with being available as a leader as well understanding that just because you may have these elevated positions of leadership It doesn't mean that you're better than anyone else. It doesn't mean that you're above shame or reproach. It doesn't mean that you can do whatever you want and exercise your authority over people that, Biblically speaking, you do not have your simple goal as a leader is to be available for them when you can to empower people when you can and to make sure that they're coming up and they're learning and growing the way that they're supposed to grow. And I can tell you for so many lives and so many examples, I've seen places where leaders were not all of these things and they ended up losing very, extremely valuable people. Because they weren't in a place to actually lead them. They were exercising authority that they should not have. And they were doing things that they shouldn't do. And that was simply because they didn't make their available, one, to the people and two, with God to understand what true leadership really is. And I'm not going against anybody personally. Don't even do that. I'm not that kind of person. But I had to state that point because it is something that we see all too often in the world and particularly in the church, and that is not the way God created us specifically as a people who believe in him to operate in. He created us to work together to fulfill the common purpose that he has with us which is to go and spread the news that salvation is here, that God is giving us all the opportunity to inherit eternal life and to go and spread that message as far into the earth as we possibly can during our lifetimes and to teach and grow and train other people up kids and grandkids and great grandkids to do the same for their respective generations. But With that being said, everyone, like I said, I know I went on a tangent at the end, but it's something that I had just had to get off my heart and off of my mind. And I thank you all for listening to that. But this is the ability of leadership. This is and always remember that as I close this episode out is to make yourself available, you know, no matter what it is that God has asked you to do. Whether that's big or small, large or tall, you know, good or bad, whatever it is, understand it. If he's asking you to do it, there's a role and there's a blessing that comes with doing that thing. And I'm telling you, there's truly no greater joy than doing the will that he has for you. And that's why I says in the episode I covered last week, you know, now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his glory with this joy because it's joyful to truly do God's work and to see the lives and stuff that you, you collaborate with and the lives and stuff that you impact on this journey. And, um, that's something that shouldn't be understated. It's something that shouldn't be toned down in any way, but, that being said, I've held you all for too long I thank you all for tuning in If you love this episode, please be sure to like and Follow the Grounded Podcast Every platform you're looking on And to be sure to tune in to each episode Each and every week, Wednesday night at 7pm said, I love each and every one of you Y'all take care, be blessed Enjoy your week and I will see you all next Wednesday Alright, my name is Brian Boyd Y'all take care Hey everyone, Brian here once again Thank you so much for tuning in to Grounded If these messages have been a blessing to you please consider donating at thegroundedpodcast.com donate. Furthermore, if you're looking for books and journals and other resources that will help improve your life, business, and relationships, please be sure to check those out at thegroundedpodcast.com store. As always, it's been a blessing. I truly love each and every one of you, and I truly hope to see you all once again very soon. All right. Peace.